Hey everyone, Mike here and welcome back to the Sim Racing Den podcast. In this episode, I had the pleasure of talking to fellow YouTuber Christian, aka The Sim Simma. His channel on YouTube is always focused about fun and entertaining you with different simulation content, whether it be sim racing, flight sims, and especially truck sims. Our conversation delves into how he got into cars, his career in auto design, as well as his passion for creating content and streaming to his viewers. I hope you enjoy this conversation with Christian as much as I did. Christian, welcome to the Sim Racing Den, man. I've been really excited about this, like super excited. Um, I've been a big fan of yours actually since I first discovered your channel. And, you know, I, I jump into the streams once in a while just to see how things are going. And I, I always enjoy um, listening to you and your sense of humor. And, you know, you and I have kind of been chatting back and forth online. And so I was so excited yeah. when you agreed to do this podcast. Like, I, you're actually one of the first people I thought of talking to when I had this idea. So, Oh wow! Thank you for being here. It's cool that. to have you here. Absolutely. No, thank you for for doing this. And uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not trying to spread the love back and forth here, but <laughs> I've been doing the same thing ever since you came on the scene. I've I've done the same thing where I'm silly. I look at your stuff and how beautiful and thoughtful and serious it is, and and I just I really appreciate your stuff too. So thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks, man. That's cool. So I got a bunch of questions for you, and I'm looking forward to just kind of chatting about sim stuff. You know. Not just sim racing. I think yeah. what was interesting in talking to you is you do a lot of different simulation stuff. So I'm really curious to get your get your take on that because it's kind of outside of what I know. Um, yep. But the first thing I want to ask you, especially because the t-shirt you're wearing, I'm thinking of it now. Uh, we were trying to schedule this and I know we were going to try to do it another weekend, but you got the opportunity of going to Watkins Glen, which I'm super yes. jealous. Can you oh tell me a little bit like how did the, how did the weekend go? I, I don't even know what to start. Yeah, I'll be honest. I've never been to a race in my life. I've done a lot of sim racing, never been to a race in real life. And uh, the person who invited me, my, my good friend, Ryan, I hope he never watches this because <laughs> I did not have a good uh, expectation of it. I was told it was going to be hot and very tiring. And I got there. And as soon as I got there and I heard the cars and I saw the first Lamborghini Super Trofeos oh. come across uh, the first turn where I was sitting, I started smiling. I got out my phone and it was just two days nonstop of just geeking out like a little kid. So, oh, yeah, it was my first experience. Did not have high expectations. Uh, it, it turned out amazing. Amazing. That's so cool. So I'm sure you got some content a bit for the channel and filmed some stuff, yeah, I hope. I, I did. I did. I'm trying to figure out how to like blend it in because how do I explain <laughs> this? Like reality is so much more different than uh, sim racing. Yes. And, and I say that in a good way. Like I learned so much. Matter of fact, what I was doing before we got on this morning is uh, I'm actually I'm trying to see what I learned. Like I watched the guys on the track. I watched their lines. They're definitely not the lines I take. And yeah. so last night and this morning, I raced conscientiously just trying to figure out what are these guys really doing? And it made a difference. So I'm going to put out a video. I'm not a pro. I'm not the best. But let's see if I learned anything. So that's what I oh, hope for to sure. get out of it. I always do, too. Like uh, just watching real racing, like I was watching um the f1 sprint race today in, in austria at the red bull ring and it's interesting because they've changed the um the track limits a bit and yep. all the drivers are struggling with it but just knowing kind of driving that track in the simulator and watching how you know they take their lines i i actually do learn a lot from watching the races so i'm yep. excited because i'm going to be going to the imsa race here in ontario uh next weekend at the Canadian nice. Tire motorsports park so yeah i've actually never been to like a gt3 you know this kind of race i've the only races i've been to in real life has been indycar because when i was a kid they do the toronto indy 
uh, down on yep. the lakeshore here. And that's kind of was one of my earliest memories of cars growing up is my dad taking me to the what was called the Molson Indy at the time, which it's the Honda Indy. And just being able to hear like a race car in real life and just remembering like how that yeah. felt. So yeah, I can just imagine those super trophies like on the track, just screaming. Yeah. That's, that's what, awesome. that was the first thing that, that like blew me away was the sound, you know, that's yeah. not, I mean, uh, the best way to explain it is my buddy comes over in my sim setup and the first thing he does, he turns the volume up and I'm like, mm -hmm. man, I have a wife upstairs and this is like <laughs> the home. Like what, why are we cranking it up? And I got it. I understood why he cranks it up in my house. I get it. Yeah, it's it has to be shaking your core, otherwise you're not at a race, you know. Exactly. So while we're talking about cars, I, I've asked I ask everyone that comes on this podcast this question, and I've heard this question asked before, and I like asking it because uh, it's 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 interesting to me. So, what do you think was your first sort of experience or first memory of like cars? Because obviously you're you're very passionate about cars, which yeah. we're going to get into more and and yep. what you do. But you know, wh wh what's your first memory? There's two, there's two things that, that stand out. One is the first car that I learned to drive on. I think before that, you're not allowed. You're just a passenger. You observe cars. But I think as soon as you start like driving and you put hands on that wheel, that's the car you remember. At least I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing, nothing awesome. It was a Pontiac 6000 LE with the luggage rack on the back and the blue shiny paint and sparkly paint. It was, it was amazing. It was my stepdad's car. And I remember that car forever. It, like, it opened up my world, right? All of a sudden, I, I had yeah. freedom. Uh, and the second car was, after I got my license, I worked really hard. I washed cars at a Toyota dealership for like two summers, and I saved everything. My brother let me borrow a little more money, and I bought an IROC Z. That was my first car. No way. That was your oh, first yeah. car? Oh. oh, yeah. It leaked oil. It was bad, but it looked it looked mint, you know? It, it yeah. looked the part. It didn't do the part. It just looked it. So. <laughs> That was such an it car, you know, like yeah. I remember seeing guys that were older than me in high school when I was younger driving, you know, it was a popular car here too. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So before we get into the YouTube stuff, I want to talk about, um, you and I talked about a little bit about this offline, but hmm. you know, I think there's a, another big reason why you're into cars, you know, what is it that you do outside of YouTube? Because I think this is super interesting to me Yeah, and I'm really um, curious to learn more about it. Yeah, so I'm going to try <laughs> try to keep it a little limited in, in terms yes. of details, but... Uh, he works I for the CIA, a... guys. That's why he can't talk. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, no, I'm a, I'm a car designer, so I design yeah. cars for a living. I've done interiors. So in car design, there's two ways you can do it. You can be an interior guy or an exterior guy. It's just um, the, the specific skills that you have, and they kind of lock you in, and you become that for the rest of your career. So I'm an interior guy. I design the interiors of cars. Um, I don't want to specify specifically where I work. Yep, it's a pretty no big company, but I have worked <laughs> at General Motors. I've worked at Chrysler before, and I've designed some of the cars that are driving around on the road. I've helped design alongside so a cool. lot of people. So, so what, what led you to car design? Like, how did you get into that? Where I've been drawing cars as long as I can remember. And I asked my mom, like, when, when was the first time I started drawing? And she said, four, three, she doesn't really remember. I've been drawing and painting all my life. And I've been actually drawing cars uh, mostly. And I don't know why. I didn't know it was a job. I I just loved it. I, You'd be surprised. I, I try to quantify to people like what my love for cars is. 
And I wish I could say is, oh, I love motors and speed and engines. And I do, but that's not it. Yeah. I just love the way they look. It's in incredible to me. I just, I can't get past it. So yeah, I think I just always wanted to like, can just draw my own car, I guess. That's how yeah. it started. That's amazing. I have to say, I'm actually the same. Like I'm, I don't, I don't know all the technical details and the horsepower and how every engine works. I, I, I'm not that kind of car nut. I am like you. I, I just, I'm obsessed with how they, they look and sound. And yeah. I just love cars, which is why I have so many models in my office. Cause I yeah. just, I want to be, a, I want to, every time I walk in, I want to see the shapes and I want to think about it. You know, if I, if I had a lot of money, I'd have a real garage, but for yeah, now yeah, I can yeah. settle <laughs> Collect for that. The real models, right. <laughs> But that's so cool because yeah, I yeah. drew up drawing cars too. I wasn't probably as good as you, but um, nah, we such... weren't. Nobody's good. You just yeah. get better with time. You just that's keep, true. You know they they talk about the ten thousand hours, right? I I put in more than that. So yeah, you got to work at it. Yeah. So that's interesting. That's so cool. So you know, so how did how did tell me how this YouTube thing started for you? Where you know, or maybe the best thing to go kind of start is where? How did you kind of start building the sim rig? What kind of yeah. sparked the to get into this kind of hobby so yeah um i've always had this like i said this passion for like creativity i wanted to create my own cars i want to create something that didn't exist right so long story here but like as soon as i found simulation games and i remember to this day it was farming simulator don't <laughs> don't hang up don't close the video right now guys no i get it farming i've been watching simulator. clarkson's farm on amazon i i'm all yeah. into it right now <laughs> that and uh, European Truck Simulator. As soon as I found out that there were like simulation games that would take you to a different world, don't think I'm weird. That's the way I look at it. They like no. literally put you in a different world. Uh, and I just really got into it. I didn't have equipment. I think I had like a laptop or something I was playing on. Uh, then I took a pause. And then later on, somebody gave me a PlayStation, like a used PlayStation. I bought it from a friend. And then I got back into it. And then I learned that you could do more. You can actually simulate. You can get bait shakers. You can get yeah. force feedback. And, and it, it just begins. spiraled. <laughs> yes. It spiraled out of, out of control as it did probably for you, as it does for everybody. Oh, yeah. 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 So um, I built a custom room. And I think uh, first video on my page is a, um, a video of me losing my mind, basically. So I, I remember that video so vividly because that, that was, I think, like the first like my first experience with your channel was that video. And I just remember yeah. sitting there and I was, I thought it was so cool how you'd sort of laid out your, what looks like your basement, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, in the basement. You know yeah. how you've got this the sort of like, right here. <laughs> yeah. The sim has it almost like its own little room yep. uh, is what it looks like. And then you've got like a theater room in the other side and you were like people in the theater room could like stream and you could watch people in the sim rig. And I was like, this is yeah. wild. Like, this is so awesome and yeah, so actually, creative. I put a GoPro like right about here and it films almost POV as if you're in the cab uh, cabin or yeah. cab of a car. Yeah. And I stream it. I have like HDMI through the walls and uh, people can watch in, in the other room. And I often invite people to my house, which you can start to see a pattern, right? So this is what I found out. I start playing these games and I'm having a lot of fun and I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe I'm a truck driver. I can't believe I'm flying planes. Now <laughs> I'm a race car driver. Like, my God. But then at one point, I'm like, I feel so alone. There's nobody here. It's just <laughs> me. So then I invite people over. And this is where the crossover happened. It's like, I got to put this on YouTube. I don't know why necessarily. At first, I didn't know why. I just want to share it with people. And not in a way to say, oh, look what I did. And this yeah. is amazing. To say, it was a journey to get here. I got here. 
you all should experience this. Now, whether you just watch it on YouTube, and I hope I can deliver fun, silly uh, content, or inspire you just walk away from my YouTube channel and build your own thing. That was my goal is like, I I feel this need to share. I cannot do this by myself. It's so awkward in here when I'm alone, you know? That makes so much sense. sense, No, that makes actually, that makes a hundred percent sense actually. And, and was kind of the same reason I got into it because I don't have a lot of people in my life or friends or family that really get this. Like you and I get this. And so I was like, you know, I, I would, sit there and watch youtube videos like yours and other creators and i would watch the big guys like will from boosted media yeah and you know i i felt the community but then i was like i want to be i want to really be a part of the community and i want to share the experiences because there was things that i wanted to know when i first started out and i i think that in this space having different opinions different experiences because everyone's going to get different ideas and inspired by yeah. it right and I, I yeah i didn't want to sit in here alone and just you know, be doing it by myself. I wanted to yeah. share the excitement. So no, that makes a hundred percent sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's and, awesome. And as you said, like, uh, you, you know, you want to join a community, see what everybody else is doing and maybe share with them what you're doing, kind of learn from one another. And that's how we started this. Like, listen, I'm not sitting here just, you know, petting you on the shoulder. I'm telling you, I still look at your stuff. Whenever I see it, I instantly break down and I go, wow, what an, I told you this before, what an amazing yeah. thumbnail. What, what was the thought process to get there? Why this content? What am I learning from this? And I'm always learning from stuff that you do, that Will does, and yeah, everybody else in the space. It's about sharing and learning, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah, we all can inspire each other. It's 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 such a cool hobby, and I, I always encourage people to get into it if you can, right? And, and we know it's an expensive hobby, and there's there's yep. a bit of a barrier when it comes to certain things, but there there are ways to do it and, you know, and get creative. And, you know, I see like a lot of setup things that you have set up like a lot of people just kind of diy a lot of stuff and get creative with stuff if you can't come up with a solution right yeah so if i can so if you don't mind i want to get back to that you said that because i think to to me this stuff is really important the there's a barrier you know it's very easy to turn on my channel your channel and you see like the cool green lights behind me professional microphone my pov three huge screens and it's like okay good job i'm glad that you guys can afford that but it's a journey right and so i remember playing on playstation and it was just as much fun Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm having the same amount of fun it's just just different i just get more shakers and you know the wheel is a little harder to turn because it's a direct to drive but to to tell everybody like yeah don't don't get discouraged you know you turn on a channel like wills and you see the man built a garage you see a real car in a you know two three sim rigs. Yeah. Don't don't get discouraged. It's a journey. Just put your mind to yeah. it and little by little build it up and and get there. It took it, it, like someone like Will. If you go back to the early days, it, you know he didn't have he had like a you know one TV screen with the rig set up in front of it. It took him years to get to that point. And yeah. you know now he's at you know he gets a lot of hardware sent to him and sure. it's now become. I think he's one of the. I don't know of all what all the sim YouTubers do but you know he came on and announced like i'm doing this full time now which is amazing which is you know yeah. fantastic but you know it's it's a job to him now as well but yeah it takes time like i didn't do this overnight um yeah are, are my wife and i privileged yes for sure to afford certain things but i had to sell stuff to buy this stuff so <laughs> yeah yeah you know like the, i had to make sacrifices on other hobbies and and yeah. make adjustments to do it but yeah like you said like i mean i honestly still sometimes just go sit on the couch and play 
Gran Turismo with a controller and just have sure. just as much fun as I did when I was a kid. Um, so there's there's different ways to do it. Right? Yeah. So absolutely. And, you know, there's there's give and take. I, I like what you said. Like we can finally afford something yeah, because you and I are not uh, young as in we're not 20 years old. No, and I'm not sure we're going to reveal it. But, you know, we're, we're up, you know, we're up there. We're, we've, yeah. we've lived yeah. a little we're bit not. of life. So what the way I describe it to people, they're like, why did you spend so much money? What did you do down there in that basement? And I'm like, that's my convertible. That's my rat rod. That's whatever passion that you have. Yeah. You built a pool for your kids. That's I made a choice. I said, all right, no, no convertible, which I've always wanted one. It's going to be a sim room. And yeah, it's it's a give and take, you know, depend. It depends on where do you want to put your passion and your money? Yeah, no, I mean, it's for me, I come in here after work my day job and this is what i do to unwind right and then the yep. the youtube stuff like and I'm, i think for you too it's this i mean you're obviously a creative person as well so you enjoy that outlet or, or the the joy of doing and creating something and and yeah. i see i never had that creative outlet before before youtube actually like i'd never filmed or never done any photography before and it just it kind of fulfilled this new thing for me and that's mm -hmm. why i think uh, i've enjoyed it as much and i i'm sure you do for yep. the same a lot of the same reasons right yeah i mean i work in a creative field i've been working for two decades in a creative field and i say this with a lot of love i work in a uh, in a team environment i work with uh in places where we have to build consensus on creativity and sometimes that can be it can be difficult to a creative person because yeah. uh you know design doesn't happen by itself i don't draw things and the company just makes my interiors we, we have a team, we have a team of designers, a team of modelers, a team of CAD guys. I don't want to talk about engineering. I mean, there's thousands of engineers that have oh, to yeah, engineer imagine. what I've dreamt up one night, you know? So it, it's a it's a huge, huge team effort. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so this, I guess with the channel, it's kind of like, that's that's your baby, right? You can control yeah, a lot so of it from finish it, to start to yeah, finish. Yeah, to, <laughs> to, to get into the, the transition into YouTube, it's like, I truly get freedom to do whatever I want, right? And, and so, yeah. so I, the preamble of saying, I work in a team, we work great together, but you have to, there's a lot of give, yeah. you know, give and take, but on my channel, I do what I want. <laughs> I do what I want. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm getting at, you know? No, it makes sense. It makes sense. It's it's definitely cool to kind of own something yeah. from start to finish, right? Um, absolutely. So now you, I remember like you stream a lot of different things, right? You yes. I could come in one day and this guy will be in a truck with his dog beside him, which I, I absolutely yeah. love. I showed my wife and she thought it was like adorable. Um, she knows yeah. all about you now. Um, and then in one day I'll come in and you've got flight sim opened up. You've got a full like flight panel that you've built in front of you. And it's like, what am I watching the same channel? What happened? Here, yeah, right? yeah. Like we were just in truck simulator, which I think is awesome. But out of those, um, this is going to be hard. It's like picking your favorite child. Like what's your favorite? Sure. What's your go-to or your favorite sim right now? Maybe. Yeah, no, I, I've thought about it. And so there's like a, there's like a big bracket, right? On one end, we got sim racing. On the other, we have flight simulator. To me, they're equally um, involved, right? So sim racing can, can get really involved, right? You have to like really learn your lines and your braking and your, like it's, it's yeah. realistic. And then on the other hand, flight simulator is pretty realistic. That's the whole goal is like, you can actually simulate a full airliner flight and it takes a lot of learning and to know how to operate the the plane and how to land it and all that right but right in the middle i found my sweet spot and that's truck simulator yeah sure it simulates a truck but we all drive so i know how to turn it on i know how to use my blinker i know how yeah. to be courteous on the road right uh but it's lighthearted. 
That's yeah. it. I'm in a big rig. I'm not supposed to be there. I don't have a license. It's the silliest <laughs> thing ever. It's so stupid. It's it really, really is stupid. In the best I'm really curious about it now. Like it, it's just it never it would be never something that appealed for appealed to me. But then I find myself sitting there watching you in this truck, and I'm like, I gotta do this now. <laughs> it's mindless. It's completely yeah. mindless. And like for example, last night I was uh I was streaming truck driving, talking to you know my. Uh, subscribers and friends online for two hours and then I went upstairs had something to eat came back and started racing so yeah like the, you you know just I do it all but like whenever I want to relax it's truck driving highly recommend it to everyone so with the with the flights them stuff did did you kind of have a it, you seem like you have a passion for flight like flying and planes that that did that start from somewhere or that just kind of came out of nowhere no, to me, Flight Simulator was just a natural transition, right? I told you about yeah. simulating games, and I, I can't believe that you can go to this alternate universe where I'm a race car driver, and now I'm driving trucks. And then I found out, I guess I can fly across the world. Did you know Flight Simulator has the whole entire it's globe wild. in it? Like, yeah. if you told me that five years ago, I would say, okay, you're a dreamer and whatever. Great idea you have, right? But, like, you can do that. And no, so I don't have a passion for flying necessarily before. But as soon as I got into it, I just couldn't believe it. Just like sim racing, I yeah. could not believe the opportunity. I remember the first time I tried the new flight sim, and like you, I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe. I'm like, they're they're not. You really can't fly around the whole world, can you? <laughs> yeah, is this real? And then I was like, oh wait, you can, right? And it flight sim for me a little bit is is really special because I remember playing as a kid. My grandfather, who who fought in the war and was aviator, worked on a carrier <laughs> ship in the navy. Um, was my he had flight simulator set up in his basement in his den right yeah and this was my inspiration i think for a lot of things too he used to build model planes and he would and he had an old computer this is like first flight sim I, i'm pretty sure this would have been the first flight sim which was what like maybe early 90s yeah i don't know 90 i want to say 98 is when yeah, i remember it 98 but maybe before that well because i i'm trying to remember because the computer was running either Windows 95 or yeah. Windows 98. So it had to be around that time. But I I wish he could see, like he, he's passed oh, away obviously, but I wish he could see what Flight Sim is now. Like it's just, he. I know he'd be probably still doing it or trying to do it and he'd just be like blown away by it, right? Yeah, um, no, the level of incredible. detail. Yeah. I often try to explain to people that are, well, today like i try to explain it to my friends and they don't understand you have to no. see it for yourself it's yeah. quite incredible oh yeah it is it's it's something i'll have to pick your brain about later in terms of the equipment because i would like to to try it again because of remembering those early experiences yep. and i've just sort of gone down the, the sim racing hole now but to to do it again so you built this like now i'm going to link to the to this video when we were okay. after we record this because you built this panel which i think is fantastic like um you know, where did that kind of spawn from? Was that your first experience with, with 3D printing something like that for sim racing? Yeah, well, with 3D printing, right? So like the whole sim rig is all about immersion, right? That's what you do it. That's what I do. It's just like the bigger the screens, the better the shakers. Uh, everything's about immersion, the best wheel. And then I, then I was like, oh, you know what? I can keep going, right? Look at this. So then one day I built this in data. This is a race logic. Uh, oh, so replica. you built that race logic unit? Yeah, 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 I have this. I have the data. Oh, that's you can amazing. Have it. You can have the data. <laughs> Anybody can have the data. You just, hey, listen, uh, let's figure this out, how to put this up on Google and uh, um, yeah, give it to the people. So yeah, put it in Discord or something. Sure. Let me let me explain to you what this is. So this is a 3D printed race logic uh, unit. 
with the actual cables. And this is where I get really stupid, right? This yeah, is where nice. like our passion just gets out of control. So it costs more to buy these cables than it costs to make this whole thing. So these cables are at least $35, $40. And this is probably like, I don't know, $3 worth of plastic, right? No, but that but connection makes it, it. That's what that makes it look realistic is that connection. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's and so that's the point, right? About immersion and stuff. But inside of it is just my old phone, and it's actually cracked. And you can come see on, that. I that's the phone in there. That's a phone. So I don't want to open it because I actually I dropped it one day and I had to glue it back together. But <laughs> it's a phone, and check this out. I have so many other like very yeah. very old phones. And if uh, I'd known this now, I would have kept all my old phones and made sim sim racing stuff. <laughs> yep. I have at least four old phones right now just just for the opportunities like this. So, yeah, in any case, uh, that that's how it started. You asked about how did I build this panel for flying? So I had experience building that, but I paid somebody to to print it. It wasn't very expensive. It was a friend yeah. of mine. It didn't charge me anything. And that went really well. And I'm like, ho, 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 I got an idea. Why don't I build my own like flight simulator panel, maybe even a truck driving panel? Yeah. And I can it have my buddy so print good. it. Yeah, it yeah. looks so good. Thank you. No, I appreciate it. So I called my buddy and I was like, hey, man, I'm cooking something up. Could you do you have time? Can you print this for me? And he's like, hey, man, why don't we cut to the chase? And I sell you one of my printers because he had a couple actually had like a oh. farm. Yes. And he sold it to me really cheap. And I was like, all right, this is another job I just uh, signed up for, you know. So, yeah, I got a 3D printer. Look, slowly learn how to use it. I do have some cat experience because of what I do. Yeah, I'm not a cat operator. But I work with these talented people and I've learned a lot uh, in the last 20 years. So I was able to just build a basic panel and 3D print it and assemble it. So, yeah. Yeah, it looks so good. I'm going to link to the video. For, so people, if you haven't seen this, you got to see how amazing this looks. And if you go to one of his Christian's flight sim streams, recent ones, you'll see this. It just looks so good. It looks like he's sitting in the cockpit of a plane. Like it's just wild. And then he's got all the controls built in. So, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. I, I honestly think that think somebody said this to me or it was a viewer they said like every sim racer every sim simulation uh player should have like a 3d printer because <laughs> yeah i feel like all of us kind of sitting there and you, you you get an idea and you're like oh i need a, i need a way to mount this yeah like, just to be able to print something um uh, you know it's so cool it just opens the it opens the world like you can like you said you just you get an idea and you can build your own stuff uh, one maybe it doesn't exist and two maybe it costs a bit too much money so it, it, it there's an opportunity there i would recommend it to anyone and and i say this to, to my viewers and stuff like don't ever get discouraged about anything like you see someone have too big of a sim rig you don't know how to get there or you see someone built a panel like i did it's like it's I don't know CAD. I don't have a 3D printer. Well, neither did I. I didn't know CAD. I didn't have a yeah. 3D printer. Slowly and easily, you put your mind to it, you can get it done, you know? And YouTube, right? Oh, There's so many resources. You can find anything on YouTube. Anything. I fixed my dryer uh, with a YouTube. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, no, it's, everything. Every question yeah. I have, I go to YouTube. I know. It's it's such a cool, like, I, I just think YouTube is so cool and um, in terms of sharing what we do and and we wouldn't be here doing this like it's just it's so wild right yeah. so so that being said like with streaming so what were some of the early challenges like when you first started streaming like how did you obviously you you probably went and researched and did that but you know what is your sort of like i guess process when you when you start up a stream i'm really curious so, about this because i've i have no experience with this and i, I know see, a lot so, of people watching might want to get into streaming too yeah yeah 
at first I, I started streaming on Twitch about a year and a half ago. And I, I had this idea that I was going to fly across the world one airport at a time. So oh, let's say cool. from here to Toronto tomorrow, if I stream again, it'll be Toronto to, I don't know, Maine, whatever. Right. Uh, and so that's what I was doing. And then after a while, it kind of like I wasn't committed to it. Uh, so I kind of kind of stopped when I returned back to YouTube. That's when I I started making videos and then I started streaming. So the whole streaming thing for me is it comes down to the computer. Don't don't you got to be ready to make sure you have the right equipment. And what I mean is like streaming takes a lot of resources. That's the thing. First yeah. thing I found out. Yeah, like you know how we always talk about the right settings for a set of Corsa, like so I can get 60, 100 FPS. Well, imagine that and then just take a third or a quarter right off the top because you're streaming. That's the first thing I'm going to warn everybody is like you got to, you know, if you want a triple screen um, gameplay and you want to stream, that becomes really difficult. So I had to do a lot of searching on how to optimize the computer and I'm actually not even using my GPU to stream. I found out that there's an internal GPU on my uh, CPU. Yeah. And yeah, so we'll I use that, that yeah. to actually like lessen the, the burden, you know. So you're still using one. So I know a lot of people will have like a streaming PC and then their gaming PC. So you're still using one yeah, computer? Just one. Oh, okay. yeah. As as we talked, I mean, this is, this is a passion that's never, that's like bottomless. Trust me, like. I'm running out of money to, to get another PC. So, of course, yeah. I'm aware that that should be the way to do it. But that's, this is all I have. So I just make it, it well, work. The streams know? look great. That's why I'm like, I was that that's pretty amazing that you've been able to sort of, you know, yeah. the graphics still look good and it's never really choppier. But they issues. didn't, though. And that's the point, though. They didn't always. I, I struggled. Yeah. And then I, again, YouTube taught me that like, well, wait a second. If you if you lessen the burden. So anyways, yeah, go out there and, and research. There's there's a lot of information. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's so cool. So do you have any sort of like favorite moments like from from YouTube streaming or like what was sort of the moment where you're like, OK, this is really fun. Like, I'm really enjoying this. Like, yeah. what would you say would, would be your memory from that? So I don't have a specific memory, but I just remember like streaming and there was like, you see the number at the bottom. It says zero. No one's watching. And then you yeah. see one and you see two. So then I got excited. I was like, well, someone's watching. And it yeah. and it makes you like turn it on if you know what I'm talking about. Hey, yeah. here I am, right? <laughs> that, that guy. And you gotta you gotta squash that guy sometimes, you know. That guy wants to come out. So I remember that was really cool, like just seeing like two, three people. But the best part is when the people start talking. Yeah. And those people, then if they come back and they return every time you stream, then they become your friends. And so yeah. I have friends that I've made just on streaming, like Jim and Paul and, you know, just countless people. Yeah, that's kind of how we met too, right? Like I yep. just kind of popped in and yes. we got to know each other. I just, I remember I've never, this is rare that it happened, but I was watching one of your streams. I remember too, you were, you were in BMG. Yeah. And you yeah. were driving this Hummer or a Land Rover or something. And yeah. it was so funny. Like you were just so funny and I was enjoying myself. I was just watching it one night. I was literally in bed on my phone just kind of before. I remember the night. That's funny. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. thought you might. And then I remember like actually laughing out loud and my wife's like, what's so funny? I'm like, I'm, <laughs> this, I'm watching this the Sim Sim over here. <laughs> I'm watching the Sim Sim. He's trying to off-road this thing and he keeps flipping it. And it was like, yeah. And that's when uh, I was like, yeah, he's he's definitely got something special here. And I just was like, more people need to see it. Uh, more and, people need Mike, to find it. But that goes right back to the beginning. If I were yeah. to do that by myself, which I have, I played BMNG by myself. Yeah. I don't laugh. I don't say anything funny. Yeah. The fact that you guys were there 
And the idea that you were watching me struggle just got me feeling so embarrassed and so stupid. And it's just this cycle of like interaction, you know, you, you interact, you chat something, and then I get embarrassed because I'm being stupid. And it's just, it's amazing. It's like building a, a little community, community and friendship. And yeah, yeah, no, for sure. So, so let's go talk about a little bit like hardware a bit. Like, so your setup, I mean, you've got a lot of different hardware and stuff like that, but you know, where do you see things right now in terms of um, the sim racing industry, in terms of like the state of things? Like, what do you think? And, you know, what things are you looking forward to maybe seeing in the future or you'd like to see from from new hardware, you know, kind of just based on now your experience in different simulations, so to speak? So specifically about hardware, I just think I, I don't have a specific idea about where hardware is going. I just keep seeing natural progression. Like yeah. uh, we saw the Fanatec, uh, I'm going to butcher the name, but the super expensive one, right? The Fanatec, that podium that was $1,000. And then yeah. well, we saw that there was interest with COVID that people wanted to, had to get away from the real world. And and so there was a need for hardware that wasn't so expensive. So then we saw the DD, the DD Pro. So I feel like that's naturally progressing. And if we, the the uh, the people who actually want this stuff, make our voices heard, I think people will deliver this hardware. Where I'm excited is the software. So yeah. if I can go on this long tangent here, but like... That's, I want you to go as long as you want. Think, <laughs> think about this, right? So AI. So... Just recently, like I heard about ChatGPT and I heard about all these like uh, picture making AI softwares and I just ignored it and I was like, oh, okay, great fads. Here we go again. But I got into it. I found out what ChatGPT was. Then I found too, like yeah. I actually, I worked with it. It blew my yeah. mind. Then I, I found I thought, out. I did. I was like, you, I ignored it for so long. Yeah. I, like I thought it was a fad. And then I started yeah. trying it just to kind of help me write certain things or just fix up my grammar and stuff. And oh my I was goodness. Like, there you go. Holy shit. Right there. <laughs> That's it's exactly what I'm talking about. Like the at first I was like, okay, here we go with Bitcoin again, right? <laughs> that yeah. idea, right? It's like, <laughs> you know, but um, this is not a secret. I don't think I talk about it in my streams, but the last couple of uh, videos that I've made where I'm truck driving and talking about the where the scenery I'm driving through, that's Chat GPT. That's me asking yeah. asking, hey, I did this. I took a journey from this city to that city. Would you please describe it? Could you please tell people some historical facts, some current event news? And so it's it's intense. Yeah. Come to find out, <laughs> I'm going to give all all my secrets away. Come to find <laughs> out, you can duplicate your voice now, right? So using what? AI, I Come can have on. a facsimile of my voice. Elevenlabs.com. Horrible. My voice. So is what do you mean it, it recreates? So you can record your voice saying, is, if I'm understanding take this correctly. The, take the par take the paragraph that you got on ChatGPT. Uh, so you gave it a prompt and you said, I'm making a video about uh, a review about Fanatec, whatever. Here are some topics. Could you correct it for grammar and add more facts to it? Something like that, right? Yeah. Then it spits out this paragraph. I put it in 11 labs and I train it to learn my voice and it narrates it back in That's my voice. That's amazing. Yeah. It, that is in at least four or five videos right now on my channel. That's not me. That is That's wild. crazy. Yeah. So. But but where are we going with this? Because that's that blew my mind enough to think about this. So we saw Flight Simulator already duplicate the whole entire world uh, from data that they had. I'm going to try to really explain this. This is what I think I know where head. you're going. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. Think about this. Think about this. So, for example, like everything in a game, like a simulation game, everything is scripted out. 
when we race and there's a guy, so let's say we race the AI uh, at home, you're not even online. Uh, everything is scripted. If you come too close to the car next to you, it's got a certain set of parameters to pull away from you, to not hit you, to slow down, everything's scripted. Imagine using AI and inputting in into the game don't it's basically all you have to tell it it's a racing game and all the other attributes will come from real life experience and they will change as the world changes what i mean is like um if you're racing those teams like say you're racing some porsches on some ferraris maybe those can actually pull actual telemetry data from past races and the cars will behave wow. exactly as those cars should behave and the performance of those drivers it'd be predicted predicted i know i'm going like really deep no no here, this like, is so cool I, I i had a feeling where you're going but then i did now you completely surprised me and that makes that is such a cool idea yeah. everything now so chat gpt all it does is it gathers from a whole world the whole internet right yeah it just and it only has up until 2021 right yeah something like yeah, that. yeah yeah so but but then it gives you almost always the best answer because it really combs through the internet games can do the same thing it can actually comb through all the data and produce uh, it can actually produce on the spot a whole world so we don't have to build worlds in games anymore you don't have to build um for example think about watkins Glen. i just went there the track in a set of course has already been built right the uh ads have already been placed there and the trees are always going to look the same every time i, I race that track's not going to change yeah but in the future using ai and kind of taking real world uh pictures and photography and satellite that track is always breathing and it's always adapting to to real world you know like yeah. already some of the games are putting in um like actual weather right automobilista says that they do real weather did you know that so there's a yeah. setting where you can actually get real weather so imagine inputting all this information from the real world into a game instantly and having the computing power to to make sense of all of it i think that's where it's going and i'm talking 10 years, 15 years from now. That's, that's where no, it's at. That's, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Cause I mean, even like, let's say uh, a set of Corsa with, with content man, or if you're install like, um, soul or, or content manager, yep. you can have, there is a setting where you can say, I want to race in like the, what the weather is today, exactly yep. time of day. Right. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. Cause you wouldn't be on the Nordschleife or in the snow, but, um, yeah, right. You can do that if you want. Right. right? Um, but that's so cool. Like, yeah, just to think like, imagine, you could race the f1 season from 2023 and everything like it's not like the same track every year like if that tree is bigger yeah. they cut that tree down or you know they change the track limits or yeah, or yeah change yeah. the barriers like yeah i think that makes a lot of sense because with ai yeah you can create worlds now like a lot of these video games yeah. like I, I think of i'm thinking of a game i used to kind of mess around with no man's sky have you heard of this game of course right of course. I, come on I love man because, of course I think we would both enjoy it because it is kind of like a space sim in a way, yep. right? Because I was like, come on. So I can get in a spaceship and there's procedurally generated planets. Infinite. So it's completely infinite. infinite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm down for that. I, I remember I, I went, I played that for a solid like month. Um, yeah. Just obsessed with it. Um, now I want to go back to it. But anyways, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's what we're seeing a lot in actually other games right now. But I never actually thought about that from the perspective of sim racing, right? Or yeah. even, you know. Do you, do you know yeah, where, where it started for me, that thought process? Well, sure, I saw Jet, Chat GPT, and I, there's another game I really enjoyed. Like, I don't play a lot of shoot 'em up games, but you put me in Red Dead Redemption 2, and it's over. 
Oh, I love that you game. You played it. Love it. It's yeah, insane. I, of course. I mean, One of the best that? games. It's How, a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. What is, I have no words. I'm not going to talk about it because if I try to, to, to say what it is and how good it is, I'm not going to do it justice. But I'll tell you this. How <laughs> come you can walk up to an NPC uh, in the middle of the forest and he will re react to you so naturally uh, that it just you just can't believe that that's possible? But as I said, that's all scripted. So yeah. that's what I'm getting at. If they can script that level of interaction that feels natural, chat GPT, all these AI developments, what is the possibility of doing it instantly and yeah. not scripting it? Because scripting is the limitation of every game. It's all scripted. Eliminate that and have the game react to you instantly using AI. Whatever that means, that how is the guy going to react to you when he's next to you and you're trying to pass him? Uh, what, how would the weather change? I, I don't even know. I haven't even like given it the thought to like extrapolate all these possibilities but they're all out there i guess that's what I'm yeah saying. no it's it's true because that's why like i actually the game i i enjoy playing the most is iRacing. so i i love racing online and iRacing. i i personally find iRacing just i mean i've never been in a race car but it just yeah for some reason it feels right to me and and, and other drivers have said the same thing like uh daniel morad who's uh from here from toronto and sim racer youtuber you know real life real life Amazing driver guy, by the way yeah he's I just found he's, i just found him recently and i like he's so enough. cool i i'm 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 i might get a chance to um meet him next weekend at the race because yeah. we're both sort of now kind of affiliated with advanced sim racing now he's way more mm -hmm. affiliated he's like fully sponsored sure. by advanced sim racing but i just started talking to the guys because we're you know both canadians in the sim racing world totally makes sense for us to work together yeah. but yeah long story short i'm actually hoping that i'll be able to interview him at the race next weekend i'm gonna and, and let's spread the love to. be sure to check out this guy's channel oh daniel to. yes daniel morad when he joined youtube i thought like oh, yeah where has daniel morad been on youtube like his his twitch stream is awesome his real life racing career is awesome i've got like i'm wearing his socks right <laughs> nice and these are not it but the, the gloves that he yeah. makes my gosh and right. i'm not like i'm not being a shill i don't i'm not affiliated by Maradness or anything no. i actually buy his stuff and i i found the gloves and some people would say okay the gloves are pricey but they're really nice made gloves guys yeah they're, yeah. they're actually really cool and, and, and let's make it clear like this guy's a race car driver he yes. drives for mercedes right and he's so where really I wear good. this yeah where i buy this at the track this guy like he wears this because the, the team makes it for him, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. a real deal. Not, uh, not like yeah. me. And it's, I think where the, the direction he went with the channel is something that is kind of been missing, right? Cause there's a lot of us doing reviews and streaming yeah. gameplay, which is, and I think there's the more people we add to that is, is great. And it's, it's good for, for brands to get more reviews and, and, and criticism for improvement, I think. But what he's doing is he's taking his, because he's a really good sim racer as well he's yep. taking his real life driving experience and breaking it down for sim racers like he went he and he does like detailed stuff like he went and he measured his seat for people yeah. i know i i can't i know oh there's so many people out there who couldn't wait to get you know because what their measurements are they just they want to know that it's close to real yeah. life so anyways I yeah we can so i i'm I'm making this video right now to try to figure out if I learned anything from Watkins Glen, right? By watching. Yeah. But of course, I was on his channel last night watching him at Watkins Glen and trying to figure out and listening to this guy. Like me observing is one thing. It completely changed the way I drive that track in ACC. But now I got Morad talking and I'm yeah. like, are you kidding me? Like I you have to stuff like you wouldn't know unless a, professor, a professional uh, showed it to you.
Yeah, and he's and he's providing all that information in a in a really cool and easy to digest way. So yeah, I think it's awesome. But Can, I was going so on a if, different yeah. wavelength here. So because we were talking about AI, so what do you think? So like I I think the first I've sort of seen of what you're talking about in a way is is the Gran Turismo, the Sophie AI. Have you seen this? No, no, I don't have a PlayStation anymore, so I'm completely disconnected from. So tell me, what, tell me, I'm interested. Okay, so this is, uh, and I, I don't follow Gran Turismo as much, but um, they've created this. It's it hasn't been released yet. I'm, I'm assuming that in the next major update for Gran Turismo Seven, or maybe it will be in the next iteration of Gran Turismo. But they have been testing, and a few other competitive sim racers have had a chance to race against this. It's called Sophie, and okay. it's it's literally a it's the most advanced like racing opponent AI. It, it does what you were kind of saying where it, it can react to um, what the driver is doing. It's not as it's not, it doesn't follow like a scripted path. Like if you do yeah. this, it does that. It it can think on the spot uh, oh, based on the race. It's amazing. Watch, go watch. Like, so after this, go watch a video on this and you'll, okay. you'll get, you'll, and you know, know what I'm talking about. And some people listening may know about this already, but I like it kind of, I was thinking of that as you were, talking about your ideas and that i think that's you know i i was thinking like okay we're just going to see more advanced hardware but i think look it's like the like for take example of the iphone right the iphone i think is almost at a point where it's not as exciting anymore when a new yeah. like iphone comes out or a new phone because it's their iterations and i think with the hardware the exception of force feedback pedals which we maybe weren't expecting to see there's yes but you know it's just going to get better and better yes but i think you're right like the software is really exciting because that's going to change the gameplay that's going to change the the experience the immersion yep. right which is like what i'm after the most is the immersion so remember right as we started we started at the beginning talking about how do i stream and what are some of the difficulties we're still uh, stuck inside the box, literally, right? So whatever my PC can produce right now, whatever, however it can help me put out this experience to people, that's the limitation. But as soon yeah. as we go to cloud computing and supercomputing, and you don't have to do anything at home and struggle and talk about 4090, 6090, whatever the future, uh, you just turn on the machine and it just sucks it all from the cloud and gives yeah. you an intense experience. If I can get super corny, and only some people will relate, that's Star what this, Trek. That's what my podcast is for: is to get corny and nerdy. Corny, yes. <laughs> you know what I want? What I, I guess. So if, if if people got lost in my stupid explanation of AI and what I envision, Star Trek: The Holodeck. You walk yeah. up to the door. You you say, "I just I want to go have a drink in uh, 18th century England," and it just happens. Now I get it. Physically or theoretically, that's all possible a hundred years from now. But for now, I, that's what I'm saying is like going in that direction. How, what kind of world can we create that's just so intensely real? You wouldn't know the difference. I think that's where sim racing is going yeah. uh, with software and cloud computing. Is like it just ha it just, it will feel better and better and more realistic. What do you what do you think of VR, Christian? Have you like do you have a headset? Have you have you tried it out much? Like yep, I haven't I don't I have seen it on your channel before, but. Yep. I'm assuming someone like you might have tried this out. This is a sore subject. I know. So well, I it, get, I get VR is, I'm on the fence with VR. I'm not sure. Yeah, so here's why. So I had the Oculus. I went to my buddy's house. I tried his uh, HP Reverb. And at work, where I work, we have a $30,000. Oh, yeah. Right? We have the, the latest you can get. 4K lenses. Sick. So I tried it all. So that to say, I, I just prefer triple screen. 
Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean that VR is not good enough, but, and I'm going to, again, I'm going to go on a tangent here. People forget that it's not black and white. As, you, as you're looking at me, you can see I'm wearing glasses, right? And so I will never have the same experience as somebody yeah. that's not wearing glasses. The reason why, because it's stereoscopic vision. You need to take an equal amount of information in both eyes, combine it together, and produce that 3D image. Believe it or not, in, when I go in, in VR, I still see in 3D just like you. One of my eyes is horribly worse than the other. So there is a, a, there's a problem. There's a perception issue. Not to mention that I don't want these glasses in VR. Not only is it heavy and up against your head, can you imagine? Now yeah. you're trying to squeeze these in. So I go and buy lenses. And that, to anyone interested that has bad vision and wants VR, you should get lenses. I did. Yeah. I spent $140. Did you see the Apple Vision Pro? Did you see yes. that? Yep. And you can you have to get, which sucks because, yeah, anyone with glasses is an extra expense. But Yeah. Um, uh, they're expensive, but it makes a difference. So if anyone's yeah. wondering, should I get custom lenses for VR, like vision lenses? Oh, yeah, you should. It made a difference. But my vision, my whole point of the story is my vision is so bad, I'm not the guy to, to ask. And so I've made videos where I say, this is so much better. And I should have put a little asterisk at the bottom that say to a guy who can barely see out of one eye. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just the truth, man. Yeah, no, it's, real it's the reality it's, of it. right? Yeah, and it's not fair. So people will get into the chat and they'll be like, you don't know what you know, the YouTube, right? The YouTube, <laughs> the YouTube. You can get you don't those comments. Don't go. About. I yeah. try to ignore some comments. It's tough. Yeah, it, what it is, is just um, it's limited information so they're getting yeah. a limited statement from me and then they're making an assumption and writing back a limited answer and so that's what it is it's like if we had this type of interaction where you asked and i explained the i, I often think the the comments that we would get would be very different but that's yeah. the nature of youtube right uh it's very limited you see me uh you have an opinion you sit there and think about it you formulate your answer whether good or bad and you send it out there it's not a yeah. conversation and it's not a from and, and not from a full context either that's the problem sometimes. sure sure yeah and that that's fair and i'm sure you i mean you have to navigate that too right i'm sure you've you get a yeah. lot of good comments and you get bad comments i would but. say i and this was actually i was i'm, I'm gonna ask you about this too actually but let me explain so I was really nervous when i started doing youtube i'm actually really shy like i don't not shy in the sense of like I'm sure. a salesperson for a living, so mm -hmm. I'm an account manager. It's my job to cold call people mm -hmm. and build relationships with people, which I love. But when it comes to being on camera or something like this, I was just always uncomfortable with it. Yep. I remember I had to do some sort of, um, my company wanted me to go on video and, and talk about like the the products or something like that. I think we had to take like a, a hundred takes. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I always struggled with this, but I think I've, you know, I, I, kind of forced myself to do it because this was something I enjoyed and I I, I looked at it as a challenge and it's a, yeah. it's a growth thing right and I think I maybe better for it now because I I sure. worked past it and but one of the things that um that is was tough was yeah like being being judged from the videos was I was worried about like the comments like yeah. am I gonna look like an idiot or whatever but then I realized you know it, it doesn't matter it's we all have our own opinions yeah but um, but I'm I'm glad this. I don't know if we're going off off the rails here, but I, I want to yeah. talk a lot about that because about this whole like putting yourself out there. I want to start from the beginning, like you said, and please interrupt me and, and tell me your opinion too or your experience. Like, of course, the first thing you think about is I don't know, 
do I look okay on camera? Right. That's that's just being honest, right? We all think that. It's like, I'm over now. I look like I, an is this older the angle? bald guy. Is that the angle? Should I should I shoot from here? So that's being self-conscious. And guess what? We're just I look, I've been looking like this for 42 years and how yeah. silly it is to say, oh, do I look okay? I don't know. I do I take this face in public every day, right? I'm trying to be funny here, but like we are who we are. So just as long as if you're comfortable, my goodness, yeah. in your daily life, you just be comfortable filming yourself. The second one is the voice, right? Oh, that first time you hear your own voice. Oh my God, is that what I sound like? Right? Yeah, right? We it's all awkward. say that. Please t talk about that. Like, no, no, that it is. And well, I, I struggled in the beginning because I just kind of jumped right into it. I didn't even think about equipment. I was using my phone, which you can totally do. I could probably, sure. my iPhone, if you have a really good iPhone, like, yeah. I could keep filming with my iPhone and it would still look great. But there there are some advantages to going to a dedicated camera. But on the audio, I just started recording like from the microphone on the phone and it's it's so bad. I left. Yeah. I leave up all my my first videos, but I can't watch them anymore. Like it's so cringe for me because of yeah. how bad the audio sounds and how like kind of unprepared it was a little bit for them. Um, whereas I feel like I've figured out the process a little bit to to because I enjoy creating something. Like if I'm not happy with the video, like I, I I'm the most important person first. I got to be yeah. happy with the video, and then I think about like a specific person who's my audience which is generally some some person like me or you sure sure uh, a, yeah, we're another like, sim we're revisioning here. ourselves times 20 or something it, this similar. was one of the advice that was given in like you go on youtube and search how to become a youtuber one of the advices yeah. they'll give you is how do you how do you get subscribers is is think about a specific person or a person that you're talking to and and make sure they're getting value out of what you're doing yeah. so that's what i try to do but yeah the hearing yourself for the first time is weird but now because i've i've edited almost like a hundred videos now that I'm so used to hearing my own voice. Yeah. It's weird. And that's the, that's the point. The point is, Hey, realistically, whatever just set you off, you're like, Oh my God, that's my voice. Just try to put this in perspective. That is your voice. Like I cannot make that any clearer. And I'm yeah. sorry that you just heard it and it, it made you feel weird. Let's get over that real quick and continue recording your voice because that is the voice everyone's heard for whatever 18 years old or 40 years yeah. old that you are that's that sometimes like reality just sucks but like that's reality that's who you sound like and it's okay you sound great i'm yeah. talking to you out there on youtube anyone <laughs> you <laughs> this know? is good advice because one of the questions i was going to ask you too was kind of like you know what would you get you know we're like we're we're both kind of i would say we're still newer youtubers we haven't yeah, been doing course. this for many years so we're not we're not experts but we've hmm. we've grown our channels and and doing our thing but you know if you if you were talking to you like you know years before you started it like what would you say uh what would be your advice let's say right and so i feel like i'm still in a transitional period where i'm still learning and i, I want to go back if you don't mind to like we started yeah. talking about comments and about people and interact interacting with people i'll be honest to this day i still have a hard time with uh hard comments that i receive because yeah. i'm human and i don't want to sit here and tell you that oh i just brush it off my shoulder oh i don't just don't engage that's easy and that's very good advice like your mother would give you but i'm <laughs> but i am me and i it's very difficult so uh yeah i have a difficult time with a lot of the the more negative comments uh, i'm trying to figure out how to deal with it how to be constructive when i reply but i'm human you know yeah so good leading back to what you just said is like what should i tell myself be yeah be careful get ready for that yeah yeah you'll draw friends but you'll also draw this this weird um energy 
you know, and it's, I don't know. It's, it's funny. It's, yeah. yeah. It's combative. Sometimes it's competitive. I don't know what it is. And sometimes it's just pure mean, you know, remember that there's a lot of people out there in the world and they all have YouTube, like not nice people are not the only ones who get YouTube, right? Or <laughs> people, you know, it's not to say that there's nice and then there's bad. Uh, like you said, there's people with limited information and then they yeah. have a way that they react that's negative and bad. Well, people so, are different on the internet than in person. I, and I think that's, I, yes. I felt the same way like you, like if us going about our daily lives, yes, we're going to have negative interactions with people. We've had fights with people in the past. I'm sure we've sure. had disagreements, disagreements. At, yeah. at work, right? I do every day. Yes. I have disagreements, but it usually we're, it's because we're all trying to get something done and we, sure. and we, we, but difference we butt of heads. opinion. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then, you but coalesce it, and you build consensus face yes. to face. But there's right? respect usually when it is. It's not so much a uh, rudeness. It's, it's It comes from conversation. But then you put, as soon as you put yourself on the internet, and it's like people are different. It's just different. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, like people will just say whatever. And, and I'm like you. Like it, it, there was some comments in, earlier on that affected me. But I think what, what helped me the most when I started out was, when I looked at it, the positive comments were way beyond what the negative comments were. Same. Like, I would say like <clears throat> of the comments and the interaction that I have with, with my community now and my subscribers, which I'm so thankful to have. And it's so awesome. The people that follow me and I, and I, and I know the people's names who I can I comment on every video and I appreciate, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know who you are and, and I, and they're always positive and supportive. And even when it's feedback, um, I, I want the feedback, you know, Hey, the, yeah. your audio kind of was off in that video you know what? Yeah, yeah it yeah. was. Yeah. And sometimes but, you'll make a mistake. Sometimes I literally, I'm not perfect. I will say the wrong thing. I literally will be wrong. I'll be talking about some setting in flight simulator and someone's like, that's not, oh yeah. Wow. It's true. And I have to yeah. thank you. And that's, that's the learning back and forth. Yeah, no, for sure. But it's, it, it is really cool. It, 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 it's, I would say, and, and tell me if you agree in, in doing this, it's kind of almost fueled the hobby more for me and made it more fun right because i yep. feel like i'm sharing it and i feel like you know it's yeah uh, do you feel the same way yeah I, absolutely i think I, I said at the beginning too when i yeah. especially when i stream uh and people that i recognize names that i know friends that i've made to come in it just makes it it just makes everything so much better and then especially like you said the positivity when you see the amount of positivity i've had moments i'm at a dog park right and I, my wife hates this and i'll pull out my phone because it buzzed because someone commented in the comment there's so much love like and i mean that like in a corny way there's so much love in that yeah, comment cool it makes me smile i'm at the you, you guys do know that so you can you can interject into my life almost yeah. at any moment i shouldn't tell you that because now you know i'm talking to the street to the people out there uh and i'll be at the grocery store or something i'll look at it and i'm like oh my goodness so little little stories like um i don't know like um just making somebody happy or teaching someone fixing somebody's issues i i want to hear from you too but have you ever yeah. had somebody reach out to you and actually i'll get on discord and make a call like this like I'll not, I won't just like, I'll reply. The guy's still struggling. There was a guy that comes to mind right now from Israel. Guy spent the money and it wouldn't work. The screens wouldn't work. He had the wrong freaking cables, man. And I uh, knew that because I had the wrong cables. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've been there. And the guy's like, please help me. So I typed my answer. He's like, I don't know. It's not working. Please, dude, help me. And I was like, all right, bro, let's get on Discord. And we like chopped it up together. We got it working, man. We figured it yeah. out. 
you know, no, I, I've I had some cool and- experiences like that. And, and I'm the same way. Like I check my comments when they go off and it's, I'm, you know, I'm really engaged with it right now. And I, and I, you know, it, it, it's some videos that get a lot of comments. It can be hard to keep up, but I, yep. I, I do, I really try to read them on and respond to everyone. I really do. And even if it, I've, I started, I was responding to a comment from a video that was like four months ago. The guy was probably like, Oh, thanks for the reply yeah. four months ago. But I did I just did that. I know, I know but I it's like, I, cause I'll see them and I'll go, maybe I didn't have the answer at the time or, or maybe I just, you don't know why it's in the it. unread portion, right? You're yeah. like, what just happened? I answer everyone. And I told the yeah. guy the same thing. I was like, dude, please forgive me. Don't hold this against me. I was apologetic. Like you wrote yeah. this to me seven months ago. Are you kidding me? What happened? You know, it's hard. It's hard. Cause I, I had, yeah. I've, I have had one video that went really viral, which is my, so you want to start sim racing, which I, still blows my mind. How many views that video has. Cause the roof. I, in my, the roof. in my wildest dream, the the roof right oh the roof too yeah the roof got a lot okay. of views too but this this so you want to start sim racing which i it's always for me and maybe you feel the same way like sometimes you 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 think like a specific streamer specific video is going to be like that's going to be the one oh this is going to get tons of views yep. and nope. it doesn't and then nope. it's the one that you spent maybe the least amount of time on like so you so i want to start sim racing or sorry so you want to start sim racing that video was was I didn't really use a lot of B-roll. I, I used a lot of stock footage, footage yeah. from manufacturers of their products, which they they love because it's free advertising. But it was just more of like, um, think of it like a documentary or a narrative piece yeah. that I made in one evening. And I remember watching it. I, yeah, I still and then, remember watching it. But then all I can't keep up hmm. with the comments on it now because it's just too, it's too much now. And I, yeah. you know, but... I would say like the the other experience I had was I I have jumped on Discord with people or, or or talked through WhatsApp. You know, I've met people all around the world, but you know, I remember a particular person who was just looking to build their first sim racing setup and was just super overwhelmed. And I remember they were messaging me and and you know, I was trying to help them through, but it was just it it's hard to go back and forth with something that yeah, that big, complicated. All yeah. these choices and he was trying to figure out okay, what wheelbase, what pedals like and I was like, like, I can't, there's so many options. It's going to be what makes sense for you. But then I said, you know what, let's just jump on a conversation like this. Cause it would be a lot easier for me to just talk you, it through with you. Yeah. You get so much more done. And I, I wanted to just understand what they wanted to achieve, what their budget was. Cause that's really important in the beginning. Sure. And I just, look, I gave them my recommendations cause I, I have mm, been able to try out a lot of equipment. Um, but that's something I always worry about too, is like, if I say something is good because I liked it and then you go buy it and you hate it, yeah. like I feel bad, like I kind of feel responsible. Sure. So I'm, I'm really careful with reviews, but yeah, that's a I, tough I had, one, right? It's funny because I had a similar experience about saying something and someone holding me to it. This just happened. I was actually at Watkins Glen. I'm embarrassed to admit this. The race had just <laughs> finished and I checked my message and someone was like, you give different answers all the time about everything. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And it set me back like, what did I do? And I figured out what happened. So this that's why YouTube is so interesting yet so weird. Uh, everything we do, like you said, uh, one night I made a video and I can't believe how big it got. Me too. One night I made a video and I had a certain opinion and I had certain facts. But wouldn't you know that as time goes by, my computer got upgraded. The game changes so much changes but that oh, video yeah. the, the video doesn't that statement in the video doesn't change that's a but problem in the yeah. comments yeah. i tell some people hey oh no but now uh, i get more frames per second oh no uh oh the, the wheel is so much t- better because i got a new wheel and there's no way for people to capture all that information so it gets lost and it gets weird 
and people just yeah, start. Like, but you they think get that would in that be video. a bit obvious, right? But it's it's not to everybody. It's right? not. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I start doing now is I'll say in the video, this is my opinion at this point in time, yes. at the time of filming it. <laughs> yes. Because you don't want to be at Watkins Glen and some that's, guy's like, you're yeah. an idiot. You don't that's know what you're talking out. about. <laughs> that's my out. I'm not I'm not liable anymore once. Yeah. You know, this is, I'm really this worried is, about yeah. our videos like a decade from now. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's so outdated, you know. I don't but know. I, I want to go back a couple questions because I don't feel like we I want you to answer this, too. So I will. if you don't mind, go first. But what would you tell yourself, you know, when you first started from what you've learned? What would you tell yourself about YouTube? I know you're going to ask me that. Um, I think I was worried about a lot of different things. And I I would have just told myself just. Yeah, just keep going, keep making videos. Um, I almost stopped at one point. I made, I yeah. think, three or four videos, and then I was just like, I don't feel good about this. Like, they don't look good. Like, this is dumb. Like, do I even want to do this, you know? And if, yeah, I would just say yeah. to them, just keep creating. Just keep making, because, like, inevitably with anything you do, for anything, sports, um, work, the more you practice, the more you do it. You, yep. The 10,000 hours, they call it, right? If you put the effort in, like if, yeah, if you don't put any effort in it, like you can't expect to get anything back, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say that. I would say just keep going, right? Because I think yeah. a lot of people um, will try out YouTube for a bit and they may not see the traction initially. And mm -hmm. it's it's weird. The traction can come out of nowhere. Like honestly, yeah. like that one <laughs> video I did, that viral video before that, that video added like something like 2,000 subscribers in yep. a matter of a couple of weeks. It was like, so you're, you never know when you're sort of one video away from, from really hitting something that, that helps. So I always say like, just, just keep going. Don't give up, you know, um, and, and don't be afraid to change what you're doing or shift. Right. Cause that can be the difference too. Um, and like, yeah, like I'm not, I have 7,000 subscribers. I'm not a YouTube expert, but <laughs> I've learned either, a right? little bit. I think we've, I think you and I have learned a little bit in our short time doing this. Yeah um what works and and i encourage more people to just you know do what you're doing turn the camera on start streaming you know even if it's janky the first time you'll figure it out yeah you know so i absolutely agree with everything you said my other thing i want to tell people that if you're trying to do this if you're setting out to do this please put limits on it if you're anything like me and mike like we i'm pretty obsessive I can't. Yeah, like, I was going to ask you, like, how do you balance this? Because I, no, I don't, I don't I struggle I'm with looking this at too. the camera and I'm telling everybody <laughs> I don't balance this. The only balance that I found, and this is very important for me to get out there to, to people is we have a career, right? Like we're yeah. adults, you know, yeah. with families and like we have a, I hate to say real job, like YouTube's not a real job. It's, it's a hobby. Uh, so I do have enough of a balance where I love my career and I put all my effort there. But there's this like weird uh, hour. It's like 8, 9 p.m. at night where like I get this like song in my head like it's sim rig time. And then I go down to the sim rig and I can't stop. I can't stop making videos. Yeah. I can't stop focusing and obsessing. Uh, and it can take me to 11, 12 at night. It's not good. So limits, no. people, limits, limits. There's, it's very possible to be so passionate that it's, it's, uh, it's damaging. You know, get no, your burn, sleep. Burnout is a real thing. I had a burnout. You said yeah. you almost quit. Can I tell you? Can I tell your viewers? I would. I remember the day I was still sitting in my garage. I looked at my wife. This happened twice, actually. 
And I said, it's over. That's it. I'm done. I was yeah. tired. I was so tired one time. Uh, I wasn't getting enough sleep. That was the first time I learned to actually get sleep after that. I went back to it, you know, after I had my big blowout with myself, you know? Yeah. So I, I put limits on time, but mental, like on my mental. Uh, yeah. You got to shut of it off sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I d haven't stopped. I think about yeah, it a hard. lot. I, pl I plan and plot the next video and the next content. I do that a lot. So limits people, limits, limits. Listen to us, listen to me, because I'm not listening to me. So <laughs> put limits, because what happens is you, you'll get clarity with limits. Like sometimes I'm just hungry to create and create and in creating in that in that type of atmosphere and that at that like pace of nonstop. Maybe the, the content's not so good sometimes. And just like yeah. you said, you look back and you hate some of the stuff you do. Yeah, me too. Of yeah. course. Plus and so I get think... a block sort of too when you're you're trying to force something, right? Yep. Oh, I force. I force a lot. <laughs> this is all about honesty, right? We're having a conversation. No, this was with... honestly like our, yeah. I was talking to, um, geez, I forget who it is now, but um, they said like, you know, be careful with this YouTube thing because... I've heard and I've seen a lot of people like they get burnout and they're like, you're yeah. going at it hard, which is cool, but just be mindful of it because, um, a, it might become not fun anymore because my, yeah. that's one of my biggest fears with this is this not being fun anymore because the whole reason yeah. I started doing this was cause I just wanted something different and fun to do. And as, and as soon as it becomes not fun, that's, that would be a big fear for me. And, and I've had days like that because yeah. You know, I, I get stuff sent to me now as rev, as review units, and it now adds this layer of pressure. Yeah, because you've now you you've, really have to deliver. <laughs> well, yeah, you've you know the brand's counting on you. You've you've and it's the right thing to do if they've sent you something. That's that's the commitment. I can give yep. my honest opinion. I could bash the product if I want, but you still got to get. I got to get effort. the video out right. So yeah. I've struggled with that a little bit now because it's like I also have to struggle. <laughs> I've got the full time job during the day got to spend time with my wife and family too and it's like yeah your mind's always going like I, you know i've yeah. i've had nights sitting here at the desk like editing till two in the morning and i'm like what am i doing yeah, yeah. But, i've written um, stuff on my phone at lunchtime like oh oh i gotta remember that you know yeah so yeah, yeah limits people just limits and yeah. that little creator app on your phone i know you have the youtube create creator have the studio app. yeah of course yeah oh my gosh that's the end of you people out there that want to be YouTubers. <laughs> Don't let that app get to you. Gosh, too much the information there, of right? analytics yeah. available, the amount of numbers and angles that, to break down what you just did. Uh, that obsessed me. Oh my goodness. The views. Yeah. What time are people watching and why are they watching? Oh my goodness. You it know? can be helpful. There's a lot of cool tools out there now sure. where you don't have to pay as much attention to it. I think uh, VidIQ is one. Do you use that? Yes, of course I do. Yeah, yeah. so for it's expensive that though. I, 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 I constantly cancel it and then mm -hmm. go back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've <laughs> been there. Subscribe again. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually in cancel mode right now. Sorry, VidIQ. I no, I you, did. But... I canceled it too because I'm like, uh, you know what? I, I don't need AI to suggest titles or stuff like yep. that because they're not, not as that... good yet, right? Yeah. I can use ChatGPT if, I, if I'm yeah. not sure what to name, name the video or something like that. And I do use ChatGPT for like yep. things like just title videos and descriptions. Uh, I yep. write all the scripts to my videos and then I'll clean them up to a certain extent yeah but the yeah the usefulness of vidIQ is that you can yeah you can get just sort of 
you know, hey, you got the wrong hashtags on this video. These hashtags would sure. be better. And it's silly things like that. But the way YouTube works is that, yeah, to get your videos in front of the, the right people that they want to see it and be engaged, you do have to kind of think about to help things. them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do. No, you have to you have to put push the video in the right um, direction. It it's sad for me too because I see videos that I'm like, why does this video not have more views? Right? Sure. Because like, it's sure. so good. But and you just felt because... that about your own work too, right? Yeah. I've, you go, I've, I've my goodness, that... this is this is. If I was a stranger, like this is it. You know, like yeah. But you don't know why it doesn't get traction. But listen, I want to go back for a moment because you did you almost corrected me in the right way. You said that so a lot of these tools like VidIQ and the Studio app are really good tools. They are good tools. I, I want to beat this to death that I, I think I'm also kind of a, not a good example of a YouTuber in terms of uh, the limits that I told you about. I, yeah. I didn't give it limits and uh, don't let, you know, don't obsess about it and don't spend, don't use these tools to to make you obsess about what to do next. Because I did that too, where oh, me too. I, tried, yeah. I try to use the tool in such a way that I can somehow direct the outcome of my next video. And it's like, just back up back up that's it that's that's what personal perspective i want to share with yeah. people i liked what you said though they are useful tools but in the wrong hands i'm pointing myself right now video oh, I, in the wrong I, hands I'm they, guilty. they're damaging they, i'm they guilty make... too yeah. like i mean i i remember doing one thing where i was looking at like you can see when people drop off and then, mm -hmm. <laughs> don't do this you'll feel yeah. like shit I thought it might be useful because like, um, yeah, like I need to know that if in, in a review, if I start rambling about something, if it's not interesting, I mean, it might be interesting to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But often I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm winging it half the time when I'm doing this. Sure. But sure. I'm using some common sense. But, you know, those tools can be helpful because, you okay, everyone dropped off at this point when I started blabbing on about something that I thought was interesting is not. I'm like, okay, you know what? Next review, I, I don't need to go into that specs that detailed yep. because the the average person may not care about that right but then i worry because there's people like maybe you and me that oh i want to know all the nerdy stuff right so yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't know it's it's tough because you're you're balancing just doing what you want to be like just be yourself right like i think if you're not it's like what's the point yeah um but yeah you also want to take into consideration if you want to be successful with it that there are certain things you got to pay attention to Yep. and correct like it's like anything right so yep. yeah it's a, it's a it's a weird thing but it's it's a fun thing right and it's i can see how much fun you're having when you're doing it and that's so cool to me and i think that that for anyone that wants to do it just make sure it's fun like youtube is supposed yeah. to be fun and i know there's a lot of people that do make a living from youtube but i would say most of those people would probably tell you they started to do it because it was fun you have it was to keep it fun because yeah. the, the make doing it for a living doesn't come for a very long time. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm not there. I don't know if you are. We're not there yet. No, I close. like so full transparency. I mean, I can't I'm not going to say what I make, but it's it's nowhere near an, an income no, um, that I close. could support my same lifestyle on. Um, yep. But it's what's been cool is that there is a little bit of revenue from it. And I would say most yeah. of the revenue now comes from things like affiliate um, mm -hmm. links and like Amazon affiliates, that actually pays more than the YouTube ads, funny enough. So I'm, when I'm you, learning when you from combine you right now. Like the yeah. viewers don't know this. I don't know that. Like I just yeah. learned that. <laughs> that that's why I'm, I'm happy to share it because it's yeah. not like, this isn't some like secret, like how no, YouTube no, works. The the ads is, is not that much. Um, though it is pretty cool to see like, 
when it, as it increases, um, and there is a, a correlation to, you know, the more, the more videos you put out, then you just, you're going to have more views. Right. But it, I try to still pump out quality stuff, but yeah, the affiliate is actually where more, more, where more of the income actually comes from. And I, and I think in watching other YouTubers talk about this, um, I think it's the same for a lot of people, like someone like Will from Boosted Media, he's been very transparent about this and he just recently got sponsored by micro center hmm, um, wow, okay. because he was struggling with keeping the channel going um in fear because of the problem with affiliate programs is if that company decides to just you know what we don't want to do affiliates anymore off. they can just turn it off for everybody and that income's gone so yeah. you know mm -hmm. sponsorships is where a lot of these youtubers or what a lot of these YouTubers rely on to keep it going and keep it as a steady income. Cause they need to know that the, like, if you run, if you have a family and a mortgage, you need to know, yep. that's why you and I stability. have normal day jobs. We need to know sure. that there's st stability and that would be very hard for me to give up. Even yep. if I was lucky I'm, enough to get to that point. Right. I'm right there with you. And at the same time, I, I guess I'm maybe lucky enough that I've been doing what I, what I was doing when I was a kid. That's what I do for a living now. So I'm not sure that I'm ever going to become a YouTuber full-time. I just want to be clear about that. Yeah. Uh, because I do have, I'm living my dream every day when I go to work. Yeah, sometimes it's work. Work is oh, work. Oh, for right? sure. Work is yeah. difficult. Uh, but yeah, but but going back to like revenue and making money, the, the best way I can say is absolutely I cannot support, I can't support a family of mice on the money I make on YouTube. But what I can do <laughs> uh, over a couple months, I can buy stuff. I can buy stuff. Yeah. I can, I bought it. I don't have it right now, but I bought my GoPro 11 with uh, with the, yeah. the money that I made from That's you kind cool. folk. Yeah. Um, I bought a tablet just uh, the other day. So it's there. It's there for you, but it's a lot of work. It definitely is a lot of work. Do not look at it as yeah, oh, like make it even great. to get like, so I would say that I'm probably still at a loss. If you like, if you were to look at, so sure. what's, what's interesting is now this channel has become a business. So my wife and I actually incorporated it's the first yeah. time I'm talking about this, but yeah, yeah, we yeah. incorporated um, SRD Media Group Inc., which is the basically a parent company for the Sim Racing Den and, and what will be like the podcast and maybe I come up with some other idea. Sure. Because just to kind of, you have to, the revenue has to go into something like a business account or whatever, right? But it's, it's I would say it's still at a like a loss because yeah. all the video equipment that I've purchased and, you know, I purchased it because I, A, enjoy nerding out on this stuff now like cameras and yeah. stuff which is a horrible um rabbit hole to go down <laughs> but um if you're anything like like me but you know it's <laughs> but like you said like what's cool about the revenue for someone like you and i who have the day job to support our life so this is now kind of supporting the hobby so yeah. i look at this as that everything now it can get paid for by the youtube and then it's more stuff for me to film like i've bought yeah i, I bought a gopro too with like the YouTube revenue. I wouldn't have bought yeah. that if I didn't have the the YouTube revenue yeah, coming yeah. in, right? But but so, I like what you're saying because I've had the, those moments where I'm like, I'm on Amazon, I'm ready to hit hit checkout, and I have this instant moment like, this costs more than I made on YouTube, which means I'm now going into the negative. Which means it's like this uh this uh was it investment versus versus return? It's always yeah. in the negative, right? Yeah, don't look but around. But you'd be my doing. Room. But would you not be doing it? Like, let's say, uh, let's say you and I didn't have YouTube. Yeah. We're already like I already loved sim racing before YouTube. You'd sure. probably be doing the same thing. That's what I'm saying. So that's what that's what allows me to click the button. It's like okay, whatever. Because if you think you about it financially, it's yes. just going to stop the whole flow. 
So you go, yes. okay, listen, I need the GoPro. Okay. Cause that makes me happy. And I'm going to make a cool video with it. And so what do you get out of that? You get happiness, you know, that's yeah. what I get out of it. <laughs> but it is cool because you I think you feel, I, I feel this way is that like, when I do that, I, I feel like I've earned it too. Like, cause I, sure. yeah, hey, I, you know, okay. The money that I made it. from YouTube, you know, yeah. went towards that and, and, but then that that what is that GoPro now going to enable you to do? It's probably going to enable you to make better content, more content. So, you know, it's a it's a win win. But yeah, it's yep. it's a weird thing. And I mean, I think it's I think it's truly amazing for people that have been able to transition YouTube to a full time job. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure, it, it, like, not knowing all the context, there's probably a lot of pros and cons, and and sure. um, you know, a little not as much stability. Like I don't, you don't get benefits from from YouTube. And yeah, there's no health you know, insurance here. There's no in this health basement. Insurance. You know, they should. There's health insurance should do that for my real job. You know? Wouldn't that be cool? YouTube should kind of start doing that for creators. Would that yeah. be interesting? Eh, reach a certain level, pay in a little bit, just like at a real job, and get back, get something back. Yeah, right? you get your gold plaque and and dental. Um. <laughs> <laughs> nice, exactly. Oh man, premium dental. Well. Should we wrap it up here? I, I mean, sure. I feel like you and I, uh, and we'll talk again, I'm sure. Um, well, we talk usually online a lot too, but I hope we'll talk again. I mean, appreciate yep. you doing this, Christian. It, it was so cool to have you on. Um, I Everybody right now, go to the Sim Sima, subscribe, go check out one of his latest streams. And the best thing I can recommend is join him live for, for a good time and laugh. You might find me in there too, chatting with him and Yep. bugging him about stuff you know definitely check out his content it's really cool really creative great sense of humor and just if you want to have a, a good time and just learn something check it out um for sure so thanks again for doing this christian yeah mike thanks a lot man i really appreciate it and like i said at the beginning i think this is how the community grows you know otherwise we're kind of just by ourselves in our own little bubble so thank you for inviting me and uh yeah i hope uh you know what we discussed made sense to people. I often ramble on, and I I just hope I, I like to think there are there's more more of people out there like you and I that are just nuts about this stuff, and you know they're they're listening, they get it.